Dude, your mic is so low. That's because I like to drop a real low. I like to sit like. Okay. Hello, I talk with my. Say it with your chest. Welcome into uh, the Fantasy Football Chaos Fantasy Football League podcast. What's up, guys? How's it going this evening? Uh, we have got a packed show for you this evening. We have got two more playoff previews uh, for games coming up against, uh, let's see if I can get this right. It's the Real RG and Nimrod. And, uh, 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 sorry, uh, words are hard tonight. Uh, Nimrod versus the Real RG and Big Grassman versus Sir Toby. Uh, so we're going to be covering those today. We've also got Mr. Killer Miller, Killer 18 Miller is going to come on for the McMoon's Manager Spotlight. And we've got Starts of the Week. Uh, does that wrap it up? Is that everything we got? Yeah. It's going to be packed. We better jump into it. How's it going, guys? What's up, Reagan? Uh, are you going to introduce us? Are yes, you, I just uh, said, what's up, Rev Rob? Oh, uh, okay. Okay, how's, how's I'm your host. I am Eric 13. I'm, excuse me, I'm here with Auto Show. What's up, fellas? And I'm here with Rev Rob, the commish, the one and only. What's up, losers? That's all he wanted. You know that, right? That's all the people. That's, that's what all the, he wanted. Was that's, just what the people, that. that's what the people want. People man. wanted the to. People wanted, yeah. So I, I, we'll I, give it to him. Yeah. Uh. Any announcements for us, Rev Rop? Uh, yes. So I'm going to announce the final standings of the regular season. Um, so people know kind of like uh, their odds at the picks and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this, I'm sorry, I, I completely interrupted you, but had this conversation today. The, the, uh, the lottery is based upon regular season finish, not playoff finish. Yeah. Uh, Correct. Absolutely. Okay, I mean, it, so Sleeper, the one thing that I like about Sleeper is it f- plays out like the fifth and the third place game. Yeah. Uh, so I was just having the conversation. It's it's for sure based on regular season finish. Regular season. Not yeah. not the playoff and toilet bowl finish. Yeah, yep. Sweet, thanks for confirming that. Yeah. Sorry okay. I interrupted you. Take it back over. Okay, so the, the guy with the best chances to get the number one uh, pick is going to be Rob's Army, and I... I'm not even going to see say where they belong, but I believe that's Shane. Uh, then the okay, Rob Shamri's pick. Okay, yeah, that's they'll probably be one number one pick. We don't know. We'll we'll find out in the lottery. Right. But the number two is um, Craig. Um, that's my pick. Killer Miller. Killer. You literally just got done saying you weren't going to say where they were. I know, but I just wanted to say that Killer Eighteen Miller is with is with Shane. Um, Man Spreaders 2.0 is with m- myself. Uh, at number five is Chaos, and that's also with myself. Uh, number six is Auto Show, and that is with Auto. And number seven is Old Man on the Moon, and I have no idea where that is. It's with it, Old Man on the Moon. Oh, it's with Old Man on the Moon. Okay, number five is with uh, is Nimrod, and I have no idea where that is. Um. And then number 
Number five. Nimrod. Number eight. And then number nine is Saucy Nugs. Number 10 is Sir Toby. Number 11 is Big Grassman. And number 12 is the real RG. So that's the order of the odds. Um, kind of, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. But that's just so, you know, that's the final league standings. Um, I just feel like that's the right way to play um, because at the end of the regular season, the NFL teams that are in the in the draft don't or or at that's the what it's based upon yeah the record yeah it's yeah. the record and and um i literally forget my my train of thought here um yeah i, I literally forget what else that's right say, so. uh also it'd probably be good to cover we have one uh uh one award i guess that's been earned right like a payout has that, been decided. Is that, that correct? That's where I was going to. Yeah. Because this is a payout. There's a payout here. So it just kind of stops everything. Um, the payout is the real RG and he won that by literally two points. So congratulations to the real RG. You will be getting $35 back. So he won the regular season, regular season. This was decided at the beginning of the season wins $35. Yep. So correct. Congratulations. Yay for big Grassman. Sweet. Uh, all right, uh, Matt. Any any uh, announcements from you? Why yay for Big Grassman? Wait, didn't he win? No, real RG won. No, the real RG Bobby. won. Why did I say Big Grassman? Uh, yay, lost. he lost. Yay, <laughs> sucks for you. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're gonna jump right into these um, matchups, uh, the playoff matchups, because yeah, like we said, we've got uh, Killer Miller coming on. Uh, we want to get these. Um, the McMoon's manager spotlights finished up for the year. So uh, we want to make sure he has plenty of time to share with us. And so we're going to jump into the real RG uh, versus Nimrod. And we're going to do the same as we did last week, go through the different positions and pick winners. And then each of us will have a prediction for the outcome of the game. So uh, why don't you start us off, Mr. Auto Show, on the quarterbacks in the game versus or of of real RG versus Nimrod. So when it comes down to quarterbacks, I'm assuming real RG is going to start Jared Goff, um, and Nimrod. I mean, he's going to go with Kyler. I mean, Kyler is playing on another level right now, but um, I do think there's a little bit of things there, like with his shoulder. I think there's a little bit of problems there, so. Uh, just like last week, we're gonna pick some, you know, pick some players and know how we feel. I am gonna go with um, Jared Goff this week. Um, one, they're playing the Jets, so I think that they're gonna be able to score left and right. And I know some people are saying, well, what about Cam Akers? Like he's rushing the ball, getting 29 carries a game or last game. But I think that with the secondary that the Jets have, Goff is gonna throw it around. He's gonna throw it to Robert Woods. He's gonna throw it to Cooper Cup. And I think that he, even though Kyler might have a good game against the Eagles, I think Goff will have a better game against the Jets. And so I would be starting Goff in this matchup. Yeah, I'm going to step in re- real quick. I pretty much agree uh, with with exactly what Matt said. I I also am going with Goff. Um, I I like his I like his weapons. I like the matchup versus the Jets, and and um, I think he could have a, a huge game this week. Uh, Reagan, what's your thoughts on this matchup? Okay, so I'm going to go with a little bit of a different take. So golf is my start of the week, right? I mean, 
I have the quarterback spot this week, and, and that's kind of the guy I was looking at. Well, I think Goff is a great play this week, and I think he's a top 10, top 10 play this week. He's he's a top 15 guy on the year. I think he, he's inside the top 10 this week. But when you go to, I don't know. Do you think do you think a guy like Goff could put up forty points in a fantasy game? Like when it comes to tournaments, um, when it comes to like the tournament, I'm looking for guys that can put me over the put me over the line, put me over you know, put me over you know, just to kick someone's butt. Like I'm looking for the guy that can explode for a bunch of points. Um, so I think I think Kyler is a guy that could definitely put up forty points. I can really see that. I mean, I don't think. For me, I don't know why I would move away from the number two fantasy quarterback on the year. Like, if you have Kyler and Goff on the same team, who are you starting? That's where I'm coming from. I think, I think, I think you have to play Kyler, but I think, I think it'll be close. I think Goff will have a great week, but I just think, I mean, I can't go from away from my number two quarterback on the year. Yeah, I get that. That's that's a good take, you. Running back, uh, jumping into that position now. Uh, start us off again, Matt. What do you think? Um, what do you think about this matchup? So I know we last week we so we talked about Nimrod's team last week, and we were talking about Derrick Henry and how just how much better he is than a lot of options around right now, and how people were maybe scared to play Clyde Edwards-Helaire, but he came out had a good game. Um, I do think that. I would have to lean um, on the Nimrod side on this with Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry has a great matchup this week, and I think Clyde Edwards-Helaire got back in the action. They threw him the ball, you know, on some of those plays, and so I think that's the um, that's the play. I do like Delvin Cook um, on the season, obviously, um, but I think against the Bears, he might not like. He's probably still going to have a good game, um, but I don't really like what's there and with the possibility with McCaffrey coming back Mike Davis could be a little sketchy and Real RG does not have the greatest depth at uh running back so I would definitely have to lean with Nimrod on this as well Reagan do you want to break this one down okay so for me here if McCaffrey doesn't play this week I I do like Mike Davis and I and I like one of the MVP candidates Dalvin Cook. I, I I just think he can outplay the Chicago Bears. I know they're ranked uh, eighth in stopping the run, um, but I think in terms of fantasy points. But I think uh, if if Mike if McCaffrey does play, I think Real RG having Mixon on the IR and David Johnson probably not playing, or he might play. I don't know, but I think you have to lean Nimrod's way if. If Mike Davis is out, yeah. Um, so th- there has been an update, sleeper put down an update uh, that says Carolina Panthers head coach Matt Rule said he doesn't think Christian McCaffrey will play on. Uh, I guess it's a Saturday game against the Packers, and um, so I guess we, we probably we're, we're recording Tuesday night, uh, and it, so we'll probably be able to tell by Wednesday uh, and that's what it says here on the report too we'll see if he practices on Wednesday but uh so I had I had originally picked uh Nimrod with with Henry and uh, with Derek Henry and Clyde Edwards Alaire um I if if uh 
if Christian McCaffrey is out, it's a whole lot. It's it's like it is like neck and neck for me uh, with uh, with Mike Davis in there for for uh, the real RG. But I think I have so. I wish I had time to go in, into this a little further, but Derrick Henry is literally like the bane of my existence in fantasy football. <laughs> uh, in in one of my main leagues last year, uh, at, at during the off season, it, it's a dynasty league. I traded him uh, right before his blow up year last year, um, and I had drafted him like the year before in in every league, and he he let me down. Uh, and now this year. He put me out of the playoffs, <laughs> did Derrick Henry. <laughs> and so I hate him, um, but... That's a strong word. Be- because of that, I can't... In this matchup, I can't pick against against him. So I'm going to roll with Nimrod, uh, with Derrick Henry, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, but just let it be known that I would not mind if Derrick Henry like broke his leg or something like that. Yikes. Can, can I just say this? I, I do like Henry, and I do like CEH. Um yeah, so I'm not I'm nothing against them, but I just like you know Ceh. We've seen what he, what can happen. Uh, he can disappear. So that's where I'm that's where I'm coming from. I do like both. I do like both of them, and I think it's very close. All right, we're gonna switch on over to the wide receiver position. Reagan, you want to start us off with this with this position here? Uh, I I believe. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was going to say I believe I hit it on Nimrod's receivers last week, but I I didn't, and I don't think uh, this week I I'm going to hate on his receivers. I I don't think it's very close this week as the real RG. Um, his receivers are both the Allens um, and Moore Boyd, and the way T Y has been playing lately, I think um, with all his receivers, his flex just got a whole lot deeper than Nimrod's. So. Um, with all them receivers, I, I like his receiving core a lot over Nimrod's. So yeah, I'm I'm there with you as well. Um, we saw AJ Brown get banged up a little bit. I, d- I don't think it really had a whole lot of an effect on him, but uh, just keep an eye on that um, this last week and uh, a couple of the other guys. McLaurin didn't have a whole lot of a game, wasn't involved a whole lot, um, and so. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Mike's, or I mean, uh, Matt's start of the week last week. Mike Williams uh, put up a big old zero for for only- Nimrod last week, and so I think the difference is I think Nimrod has some of those players who can do that, who can put up zeros, who can who can put up dud games, um, and the real RG uh, is just a lot more. Uh, Got the consistency, I guess, over over Nimrod. So I'm going with Real RG at the wide receiver position. Yeah, I think it's it was definitely hard for me. I kept going back and forth um, because I think there are questions on both sides. You know, AJ Brown, solid option, like they said, and you know he did get banged up a little bit. And Terry McLaurin, especially with Dwayne Haskins probably possibly playing at quarterback, it's a little risky. Obviously, he can throw the deep ball, so. Maybe you get a bomb touchdown with Terry McLaurin. And Mike Evans, you never know what you're going to get with Mike Evans anymore. Like, he can come down with two touchdowns on, like, three targets. Um, and Deontay Johnson, I mean, you have a guy who is could be an absolute stud, but mm-hmm. he likes to drop the ball. And it seems like that, I don't know if it's Ben or if it's Tomlin or who it is in Pittsburgh, 
it's like as soon as someone drops the ball, they go away from them. They start throwing to other receivers. And so I think there are a couple questions on Nimrod's team, um, as well as Real RG. I think uh, Keenan Allen possibly being questionable, and they play on Thursday night with that hamstring. Um, that kind of sucks, you know, because he's a big option for Herbert right now. And so if Keenan Allen can't go, that is a big blow to Real RG. But I think with Allen Robinson, with what T.Y. Hilton's been doing, um, and with DJ Moore coming supposedly coming back from the COVID list, um, I think that's a huge boost. And if for some reason, um, who would I, oh Keenan Allen can't play, I think you can slide Keelan Cole or KJ Hamler in there because KJ Hamler showed that he can catch that deep ball. But I also think with Minshew starting, I think Keelan Cole is a sneaky play because I think Minshew locks onto him, and I think it'll be it could possibly be a play if. Keenan Allen's out. So, yeah, I definitely have to lean the real RG on this one. All right. And the last position uh, for this for this matchup is the tight end. Uh, this one's a little tough for these two teams. Um, they both kind of are in the, the tight end category of – They both uh, suck category? Boom. <laughs> dropped it. <laughs> no, just, ki- just kidding. Uh, I'm going to go with Mike Gusecki, uh on Nimrod's, Nimrod's side. Uh, he's had a couple good games last, uh, really three weeks. Uh, he, he did in the, in the past three weeks, he's had 22 targets, uh, five, 11 and six. Can I and, stop you? Yeah, go for it. Did you know that he's not going to play? I did not know that. <laughs> he's questionable. Yeah, but he, they, I mean, they're expecting him to miss time because that injury at the end of the game did not, wasn't pretty. Uh, uh, so let's talk about that then. Let's let's jump into uh, a little bit of a, a deeper dive into uh, Nimrod's tight tight ends. Then he's going to the only other one he has rostered is David and Joku. Oh, he has. He, had, he could start Butler. <laughs> he's got. He, yeah, we, don't, <laughs> we yeah. don't need to talk about that, do we? No, it's just David and Joku. Yeah. Uh, so I I have liked I I guess the way um, that that. The Browns have been using their tight ends. Uh, I loved that when, whenever they threw David and Joku a screen. Uh, it was in the first quarter of this last last week against the Ravens. I wish they'd do more stuff like that. Um, but uh, either way, I think I'm going to roll the dice with, with Nimrod winning at this position. Um, I don't really love any of the real RG's options either there. So I'm going to roll with with Nimrod and hopefully uh, Gasecki can play. And if not, um, I think uh, I think that uh, Njoku can get it done. Reagan, uh, hit us up with with your thoughts on this tight end position here. So I, I don't think Gasecki plays, but if he does, I, he's obviously my winner. And I, and if he doesn't, then it's pretty easy for me. The real RG uh, gets it done. Um, I think. You know he's got a couple different options. I know Noah Fant's out, or he's not out, but he's he's sick or something. He's yeah. an illness of some sort, um, which has been holding him out. And he was my my start of the week last week, and uh, that uh, didn't work out because he went down with a sickness. But I I do like him if he can get in there. Um, he has Jimmy Graham, he has uh, Smith as well, so he has some he has some options. So. I think the the options are better than Nimrod's if Kazeki can't go. So, yeah, I, 
that's this this is close without yeah without Gasecki in there. It's just it's you know we we started the segment off with they suck uh, and it just uh, and and for some reason I was just a and we're gonna end it with they suck absolutely ha- horrible uh, podcast host because <laughs> I didn't see that uh, Mike Gasecki might not be playing um, but yeah it's just bad. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I mean it's definitely not ideal um and yeah if Gusecki plays which I don't think he will I think that's the option um but I do think the real RG has the edge with Irv Smith uh with if for some reason like Kyle Rudolph is gonna probably gonna be out again I would think I don't know he missed last game so Irv Smith is the only option there in Minnesota and yes they're playing the Bears so it's not the greatest matchup but if he doesn't go with that, you've got Jimmy Graham, Mr. Touchdown. You know, they throw him the ball in the end, red zone. So, but like Reagan said, Noah Fant was out or went down with that, that illness during the game. And if he would come back, you could possibly play Fant. I like all three of those options way better than what Nimrod's got. So, Real RG wins in a landslide on the tight end, even though they're not the greatest options. Interesting. Uh, Good deal. Okay, well, that wraps up our position battles for this matchup. Uh, I, I'll start us off here. My projection, uh, Nimrod upsets. He's he's going to win. Um, and here's, uh, here's, here's what I think he's going to do. He's going to uh, he's gonna go find Derrick Henry, and he's going to ask him for a piggyback ride, and he's going to hold on to the rat tail of a hair that he has. And he's going to ride him to the to the playoffs. Off in the sunset the championship. Okay. Yeah. Giddy up, Derrick Henry. <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, Reagan starts off. What, what do you think, guys? I so looking here, I'm thinking, man. I think Nimrod has a real good shot. He he does. I mean, I really like his bench. I think his bench will win this week. And uh, really, the real RG will kick his butt in the starting lineups. Um, as I my prediction my prediction is a forty two point blowout. Sorry, what was that? A four, a f- like big old four two. Is that? That's not what it says in the. So just just to show you guys uh, <laughs> a little bit of insight into what we deal with here on the podcast, uh, we've got that we've got a a collaborated document going all the time and. Uh, I was given my take on this game, and I looked down, and Reagan is changing his take. He had he had Real RG winning by like twelve. No, that's then not what I had. Then it went up to twenty three, and then it went up to forty two. Yeah. So uh, that's his take on it. Matt, uh, are you on the same page, or you think Nimrod uh, upsets this week? No, I don't think Nimrod upsets. I think Real RG wins, um, but I think it'll be close. Not by 42 or 84 or whatever number it keeps there's, climbing to. There's got to be a blowout. But there was a blowout. La- there was two blowouts last week in a sense. So I think it'll be a close game, and I think Real RG moves on. Sounds good. All right, we're going to we're gonna jump right into the second matchup. Uh, we have got Big Grassman versus Sir Toby, and we have uh, got the QB position up first. And I'll start us off here. I'm going to go with Sir Toby at the QB position. I'm going with Russell Wilson. Uh, the dude is cooking, the dude is eating, and the dude is is loving what's what's coming off the pan. Uh, <laughs> you see that uh, great Boo. analogy there. Sorry, uh, but yeah, for real, Russell Wilson. Uh, he's he's amazing. He's great. He's awesome. Uh, I'm not going to bet against him, and 
he wins the QB position for Sir Toby. Uh, Matt, what's your take on, on the QB position? So I'm guessing that Big Grassman is probably going to go with Justin Herbert. Um, I would assume so. Being, being that he has his subs his, his, uh That he rested his starters and he has Drew Locke in his starting lineup right now. So I think it's Justin Herbert. I actually am taking Herbert over Russell Wilson based on the fact that Russell Wilson is, like Eric said, he's cooking, he's playing lights out. But they're playing Washington, and Washington's defense has been good. And Chase Young has been able to get to the quarterback. They've been able to their secondary and their linebacks have been able to get there. And the other thing is Washington's offense right now is not great if Dwayne Haskins plays. So if they Wilson, – Wilson might throw for two TDs early. And, and that, run for one. Well, possibly. But I think they'll just run the clock. I think they'll literally in the second half just run the ball and – then obviously they might have to throw. I mean, he'll have to throw some passes, but I think they'll be up and they'll be winning. That they're just going to pound the clock out, pound the rock, and wear the defense down that way, so that Chase Young can't get and try to keep Russell Wilson up and keep him healthy. So, fantasy wise, I'm going Herbert, or you know, if that's I'm guessing that's who he starts. But you know, like in real life, you know, if I was a fan of these two teams, I would definitely want Russell Wilson as my quarterback. But for this matchup, I think it's Herbert. Reagan, which side do you fall on? Well, my my thought again is Wilson. I mean, look, Herbert, he's the rookie player of the year favorite. I believe so. Uh, anyways, I just don't think, like, going into a matchup like this, I can trust a rookie receiver. Um, I guess I kind of look at it like this. Do I like if I would have both of them on my team? Who would I start? Um, and and I to me, you can't sit the quarterback number four. And I, I like Wilson. I like his legs. I like that he can he can run in at any time into the end zone. Um, and I think with Chase Young coming at him, I think that will make him use his legs more than normal. I think he will be running around and and scrambling and stuff like that. And you know how good he is when he's scrambling. He's a great he's great passing while he's on the run. Um I just think I would take the number 4 quarterback over a rookie quarterback. Um so that's who my pick is. I think I I I take Wilson. All right, uh, let's move on to running backs. Uh, Matt, give us your take on what you think uh, the running back position shakes shakes up to be. I definitely think that it's going to be an interesting one with Sir Toby with Kamara and David Montgomery. Um, he's got Melvin Gordon, but and so I would assume that he would play him. And Big Grassman, on the other hand, having um, well. He has, okay, so he has Eckler, who I love this week because of the possibility of Keenan Allen, you know, possibly being out. I think he's going to get a ton of targets. And DeAndre Swift, DeAndre Swift has come on at the end of the season in the last probably half where the beginning, they weren't giving the ball. But since they fired their coach, they're giving the ball to Swift. And I think that Swift gets it done um, this week. And Tony Pollard is an interesting one to me. Zeke has not been playing well. And I think you can start Pollard in this in this format as a flex position. But when I look at it, when I look at those three, when I look at Sir Toby and what he's got, I mean, I ha- how can you go against Alvin Kamara? I mean, Alvin Kamara has been a stud. 
Um, I know last week I probably said that I didn't really like him with Taysom Hill, but these two made a fair argument for Alvin Kamara, and I stopped and watched the game a little bit more closely, and they're right. They're still going to give Kamara the ball. They're still going to run the ball when he hit the they're going to check it down to him. He's going to be able to make big plays. He can take a five-yard screen pass to the house. And so I like that. I like the way that Dave Montgomery has been playing lately. Um, as Reagan, I think, coined him, or maybe other people coined him big couch last week. He uh, He's definitely been carrying the load, and I think that he keeps going this week. And so I'm going to go with Sir Toby on this. Uh, and I, Yeah, I agree with that as well. Um, just... So the big thing for for me with Kamara is, so he had he only had eleven carries last last week against the Eagles, uh, and that was actually so so we projected that that the um, the Saints would be up big in this game, and that they were just going to ha- hand the ball off to Kamara late to run the clock down. That's not what happened. They actually lost the game, and Kamara only got eleven carries. But the last three games, he's averaging over five five yards a carry. And so I just think, um, so I, I don't know that I, I'd love to agree with you, but I don't know if I agree with you totally that we were right about Kamara, yeah. uh, that he yeah. got the volume, but he, he's just making a lot of, of his chances that he gets. And so he's just proving that he is um, a dynamite fantasy running back. And so I'm going with them, with him and David Montgomery, uh, with Sir Toby. So, uh, how about you, Reagan? What what's your take on this position? So this one was really hard for me. Um, looking at it, you obviously have Alvin Kamara, and, and he's a stud, um, and and you could ride him to a championship. Um, but he also, both these teams don't have like any running back depth. After you have their their two starting running backs, the most anyone's got, or uh, Big Grassman has. Todd Gurley and Philip Lindsay, but and then Sir Toby has Melvin Gordon. But do you need depth at running back when you have the wide receiver core that both of them have? Well, I'm just saying if one of them would happen to get injured, they would be toast. Um, but that's what I, that's where I'm coming from. Um, but so, anyways, back to what I was saying. I think uh, Eckler and Swift can either of them can go off, and I don't think Montgomery will go off for two weeks in a row or for three weeks in a row. I'm just not a big fan of him, and with 11 carries last week, I believe he had, I don't think he's going to keep running like 50 yards a game, like for like take a carry for 50 yards. I don't think that's going to keep happening. Um, I just think he gets slowed down this week, and I think Alvin Kamara is going to have a monster game, but I don't think it's going to be big enough to outdo uh, Eckler and Swift. All right. Uh, great. Let's move on to wide receivers. Reagan, can you start us off? Uh, jump right back in. L- let us know what you think about the wide receiver. Uh, to me, when you have the wide receivers like Diggs, Hill, Cup, and Ridley, um, as you're, they're young, and they're a great core. I just think, why? Why are you laughing at me, Eric? They're, they're not exactly young. Uh, if that's what you're arguing with, no, I. It's just in the in our document here. It sounds like he has another player with the last name of Young, and I was trying to figure out who it was. The way you have it, you have that he's Uh-oh. deep with Diggs, you and your English Hill, Cup Ridley and Young. I was just trying to figure out who what wide receiver <laughs> has the last name of Young. But uh, uh, anyway, keep going. I, I just I just think that 
them young legs uh, late on later on in the year. I think they help you. Um, I think Sir Toby with maybe is Julio out. Um, I th- I think that he's going to be slacking in the wide receiver department, and I think uh, Derek's our big grass man's receivers are most of them are electric and they can go off. So I really really like his receivers this week. Yeah, how about you, Matt? What do you think about this position? So, like, I agree with Reagan about big grassman's wide receivers and, like, their age. But I don't think that factors as much in a one game. Like, hey, this is – this is. I mean, if we're looking down the road, obviously I want this core. Um, sure, sure. But if we're looking at a one-game thing, um, you know, that I think that changes things a little bit. But I do agree having Stephon Diggs, having Tyreek Hill – um, is a game changer this year, especially with Mahomes, the way he throws the ball around, and with Josh Allen locking onto Diggs and throw, he had he had 14 targets last week, and so I do love those two, um, and Cooper Cup. I mean Cooper Cup going up against the Jets, Jared Goff. Like we said, we we like Jared Goff in that matchup, and Calvin Ridley. Um, I I think I had told Reagan that Julio's out. They're not 100% sure yet if he is, but I mean, they said, I heard somewhere where they said they might shut him down for the year, which don't quote me on that. Yeah. But having Calvin Ridley, having that option, I think that's a good, I mean, those four guys are solid. Um, But Sir Toby on the other, I mean, Sir Toby has the experience. And in these last, I mean, in the games that teams are trying to win to get the playoffs, like you have Michael Thomas, you have DeAndre Hopkins, you have, those are two, the top, two of the top five wide receivers in the game. And then you have Robert Woods. Like Robert Woods is in the, is going to be in that game against the Jets. It's kind of funny where it might come down to Robert Woods versus Cooper Cup to see who wins this matchup, which could be really interesting. And Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley has been on fire, and I know that John Brown is probably coming back, so that might take a little some targets that might take away from Cole Beasley. But I think Josh Allen has caught. You know, he's grown to like. Cole Beasley and what he brings as those short like intermediate targets so I think that's interesting I think it's close um it's one of those things where I called it like a toss-up but I was leaning big grass man because of like the guys he has like the Tyree Kill and Stephon Diggs I'm probably leaning towards big grass man in this matchup yeah uh and I'll just give uh my winner here real quick you guys talked a lot about both sides so uh, I'm going with Big Grass Man. I think when you have the the core of of Terry Kill and Stefan Diggs, uh, you're you're they've just been awesome this year. Um, and so yeah, I'm going with I'm going to Big Grass Man. Uh, for tight end position, this this matchup's exactly opposite. Uh, you got of the last matchup, you got two top tight ends going up against each other. Um, and I am going to go with the number one uh tight end i don't think there's a whole lot of of argument honestly uh he's been dominant at the tight end position um and i yeah i just think that he continues to get it done and i'm going with travis kelsey so uh so sir toby at this position so uh matt what do you think here yeah i agree like what you said just last week one word and move on travis kelsey um i think kelsey is I mean, there are like Waller, Darren Waller is a baller. And I think that Darren Waller is a baller guys. Yeah, he is. But I think that when you add Mahomes into the equation, it has to be Travis Kelsey, no matter what. So Travis Kelsey, Sir Toby. 
I do like what Derek did. He went out and got a tight end that can match up against uh, a receiver in Kelsey. I mean, because Kelsey, that's basically what he is. And and I know Sir Toby called me out on the chat last week for trying to make an argument with uh, Hunter Henry because I was. I mean, I was trying to just make an argument for Hunter Henry, that poor guy, because um, I'm a believer. I am a truther, a Hunter Henry truther. But I let's see here. I, is it? Am I wrong by saying that Kelsey is the leading receiver in the in the NFL, or am I right? No, you're right. Okay, he he's ahead of uh, who who's right behind him it's as the receiver. Isn't it Diggs? Mac- it's Diggs, yeah, Diggs. It's not Metcalf. Yeah, I think it's Metcalf. I think Metcalf and Diggs are two and three. Yeah, so I, or I, the other way around. It's those two. I, I learned my my uh, lesson last week by going against Kelsey. I know Waller has the better matchup and. I, I mean, I'm just going to have to go with Kelsey this week because I ain't trying to get on Sir Toby's bad side again. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, so we all went with uh, we all went with Kelsey on that one. Uh, my my prediction for this game, I think uh, Sir Toby's going to stay hot. I think he's going to pull out the win. Um, and, again, I think uh, two things. I think he, he, he's, he doesn't have Derrick Henry to, to ride on. Uh, but luckily he's got a, a team of two horses that he can ride on. He's going to be riding Russell Wilson and, uh, Alvin Kamara into the chaos championship. Matt, um, what's your overall prediction for this matchup? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's a coin flip. Any, either of these teams could win. Um, but if I have to make a prediction and a pick, like Eric said, on the back of a couple of those players, Travis Kelsey, Russell Wilson, even though I went the other way, I just think that he's got too much depth at a couple positions. And I think that Sir Toby wins this. And I think, like we said, a real RG wins the other one, setting up the matchup that everyone's wanting to see. So, Sir Toby. Reagan, uh, take us out of this matchup preview uh, with your prediction for the game. So my prediction for the game is it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a, an eight-point game. And I, and I have Big Grass Man going on and the old men and Sir Toby running out of gas. I think I think it will be a good game. And I'm, I'm, I'm feeling boring by picking the two top seeds, but it's just kind of how it played out. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, that's all right. All right, so yeah, that's the the preview for the the uh, semifinals here. We're gonna run really really quickly through here uh, our our starts of the week, and uh, as per usual, I'm gonna start off with our right in. Big Grass Man writes in with the wide receiver start of the week. He says, "My start of the week is Deontay Johnson. The Steelers have lost two games in a row and faced the Bengals this week. So look for this offense to get back on track in a big way. Expect Johnson to go for 15 catches." 542 yards and five touchdowns <laughs> and lead the mighty Nimrod 90 to a soul crushing win over the real RG. So <laughs> alrighty then <laughs> uh, let's just go ahead and move on from that. I'm going to, I'm going to start us off uh, on, on our uh, takes here uh, on starts of the week. Um, and I have the running back position this week. I'm going with Austin Eckler. <laughs> He is averaging uh, 4.3 yards per carry over the past three games. He's back, and he's as good as ever, I think. 
Uh, and so fire up Austin Eckler this week. Uh, Reagan, who's your quarterback start of the week? Uh, my quarterback start of the week. This man is very underrated quarterback. In my opinion, I think I don't think he, he gets a lot of love. He's going up against the Jet, the Jets defense, who is last in the league uh, against the quarterback. And I believe this team has finally figured out its running back situation. I think they will feed Akers early and often, and I think that gets the play action going. I think this opens up the whole field for my man, uh, Jared Goff. Who is who is sitting at? He's the quarterback fifteen on the year. I think he gets inside the top ten this week. Sweet, uh, Matt, your tight end start of the week. I mean, tight ends like shooting fish in a barrel, so I'm taking my best shot, and I'm saying T.J. Hawkinson this week. Um, his targets have gone up every week with Kenny Galladay out, and I think that they're going to be playing Tennessee and Tennessee secondary. Their pass defense is not great, and I think TJ Hawkinson gets it done this week. Awesome. All right. Uh, that takes us right up to uh, Killer Miller and the McMoon Manager Spotlight. So let's welcome him in. Him. Wow, that was good English. Well, let's welcome him in, and we'll jump into that. Uh, welcome in. Welcome in. And we're, we're going to toss it on over to you. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do, whatever you feel like sharing. If you've listened to the past podcasts, I'm sure you've heard some people very willing to talk about themselves and other be f- very few words. So take your pick. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Shane. All righty. It's good to be back, fellas. Uh, I was here beginning of the season, what, week three or something like that, I believe. But it is good to be back. Uh, yes, I am Shane Miller. <clears throat> um Currently living in Ohio, Sugar Creek, and um, I am an installer of windows and entry doors, um, amongst other things, for Wayne Garage Door out of Dover, Ohio. I've been doing that uh, ever since I moved here, a little over 10 years ago now, and uh, I moved here from Sarasota, Florida, and I am married to the commissioner's oldest sister, Raquel, and have two kids. Um, My oldest one, Shania, she is six and in kindergarten. And uh, then I have my youngest, Brantley, and he is four. He'll be five in April. And uh, he's just uh, full of energy and a lot of trouble. No, <laughs> he's just a handful. And, and big turds. Uh, but yeah, yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> big turds, huh? Yes. Takes after his dad. I mean, uncle. <laughs> Yikes. That was a very uh, sketchy start to this interview. But <laughs> uh, My question is, why in the heck would his uncle care about how big his poop is? I just heard him mention it tonight. Mm-hmm. tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll just, we'll just pretend I just roll right along. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is going to go like normal on a McMoon's manager spotlight. We're going to ask you four random questions and then four, uh, questions about fantasy football. Uh, so we, uh, and, and just so you guys probably noticed, but, uh, Mr. Auto show is out for this segment. Uh, we have the, um, the, uh, privilege of having, Shane here with us in person instead of a phone call. So since we only have three mics, uh, Auto Show was gracious enough to step out 
uh, and let Shane have his mic for, for a segment here. Um, so it's just going to be Reagan and I bouncing back and forth uh, for the for the questions. So I'll start off here with a random one. What is your lowest round of golf ever? Lowest round of golf ever is a 75, and I did that twice. Where at? Uh, one was at Willendale, and which is now Black Gold in Sugar Creek. The other one was at uh, Laurel Oak in Sarasota. And a note on that one, which would makes it a little bit more impressive if you're a golfer. Uh, it was the first and only time I've ever played that course and probably still beats out the round that I had at, at Black Gold. But, yeah, that was probably my best round ever. I was lights out, I guess you could say, that day. Wow. Sweet. Reagan, you're up. I literally have no idea what I'm going to ask you here. But for those of you that don't know, Shane is Shane, myself, and and Matt are we we play a lot of golf, and uh, I that's an I, understatement. And I, <laughs> and I try to I try to compete with Shane as much as I can. Shane's definitely probably the the best golfer in our league. I would say. Um, Correction, I'm Matt and Reagan's daddy at golf. <laughs> Are you, kidding? Are you I have to trash talk when I can because I don't get on here all that often. Yeah, we, we like to play in a lot of like scramble tournaments. But anyways, I actually don't know this the answer to this question, but so kind of just playing along with this, the question, the first question, I'm just going to ask you, what's your favorite golf course you've ever played? Hmm, that is a tough one. Um, have you played any like, uh, top of the line courses like uh i've never played any courses like what you and matt have played like pebble, was it pebble beach you guys played uh tory pines tory pines yeah i haven't played any courses like that but i've um i have played around uh florida georgia ohio has been the majority of the courses that i've played and um it used to be that uh, my dad kind of got me into golf, and um, whenever he would come up and visit, um, I would always try to find new courses to play. Um, and then going down there, we'd try to find different courses as well, try to travel around and stuff. Um, and just so most of you guys probably don't know this, but um, my dad passed away last October and stuff, so I no longer have that opportunity to golf with him and stuff like I did but um just for for that sake for memory's sake and stuff um probably one of the courses where I would probably have the most memories um most memories for sure would be the little golf course that was just down the road from our house back in Florida um but nicest golf course um would probably be Probably be either Longaburger, which is now the Virtues in Ohio here, or um, Boulder Creek, possibly. Boulder Creek's a sweet course. I love that course. Mm-hmm. We only golfed there once, but I love it. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Um, so your your name on uh, on Chaos is or on Sleeper is Killer Miller. Uh, are you actually a killer? Or how, how did you come up with that name? What's what's the story behind Killer 18? 
obviously Miller's your last name. So if I that's told that you came. that, I'd probably have to kill you. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Um, no, for my my family, my dad's side of the family, we all um, enjoy deer hunting um, from little on up. Um, we've hunted deer. Um, I've, I hunt about anything. Um, I have a lot of great memories, uh, hunting groundhogs with my grandpa up here in Pennsylvania. Um, so I don't know. I noticed my uncle, um, he even one time kind of what's that? He even hunts skunks in his backyard. Oof. Yeah. For the in-laws. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Extermination services. Um, but no, it, uh, one of my uncles kind of coined the term, uh, killer Miller and stuff. And I always kind of liked how it kind of rolled together and stuff. So, um, I've been in this year. I'm currently in, I don't know, this might answer one of your questions later on, but currently in four leagues this year. And I use, I'm one of the, the, uh, boring guys. I use the same, my same name across all platforms. Uh, it won't change. So, and I've the same name year in year out. So, uh, I will forever be Killer Miller. It's hard to be Killer Miller if he never kills anyone in fantasy football. But anyways, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna step right in here and ask a question. Um, so we we all know you like golf, you like fantasy football, but do you have any other hobbies that we don't know about? Um, I don't know something the league should know or or something that. I don't know. Maybe the league doesn't even need to know it, but just like, what's your other hobby that that you have, or like, I don't know, interests, talents, things like that. Yeah, do you got a talent? Are you a lover of goats, like your father-in-law? No, sorry, oh. I'm not. <laughs> no, that's definitely not one of my interests. Um, this fall, I've taken up uh, bowling with Reagan. That has been... Uh, I've always enjoyed bowling, but I never... And Matt. And Matt, and Matt yes, correct. Um, I've never uh, had the opportunity to get better at it until this year, and so uh, that has been a lot of fun. I'm learning with that, but uh, with anything that I do, I I go out to win, and I want to be the best uh, that I can be and beat everybody else, so... I will try and uh, continue to get better at that. What are you laughing at? You're you're thinking I, of his fantasy football team, right? <laughs> hey, no, I no, actually, some things take time. <laughs> honestly, I just like am thinking of my own bowling career, which isn't didn't it's last non-existent. Long. <laughs> it's just I just never. I don't feel like I could ever get good at bowling. You're a decent maybe I should bowler. give it. A, maybe I should give it a shot. You're a decent bowler. Maybe we need to have a chaos bowling league. Ooh. I mentioned it to some of the guys about going some night, and I think I think some there'd be some interest. If if you if it's a wee bowling league, I'm I'm pretty game, game at that. <laughs> I used to be the bomb of that. <laughs> uh but yeah, there's that. Um like I said, hunting. Um I enjoy the outdoors. Um I used to be in Florida working for my dad. I used to do uh, yard work. We had lawn maintenance, and so I would mow circles around Big Grass Man. Um, <laughs> yes, I own you too, son. And um, maybe you should change your name to Killer Daddy or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Yikes. But uh, no, I still, even though I don't do that for a profession nowadays, I still enjoy working out in the yard and doing different things like that. Um, 
I enjoy helping people just in general. Um, I love what I do for a job, um, taking things that are old um, and decrepit and making them look new. Um, every day is a new challenge. Um, and so even on uh, other projects, I've been able to take that knowledge that I've learned through there and build different things. Um, I don't always have the time for it, but um, yeah. And then spending time with the kids. Um, we love turning around, fighting and stuff. Most of the time it ends up with the kids bonking their heads or something and end up crying and going to mom, but <laughs> we uh, they always come back for more, so we always have fun turning around in the evenings and stuff. But Awesome. Uh, Reagan selling me. He wants to ask another no, no, random no, no, no. question. No, did I just? Did we just ask five questions? No, huh? Okay. That was the fourth one. Okay. So we'll jump into the fantasy football questions now. Uh, unless you have something else you want to ask, nope, you look nope, like nope, no. Nope. Okay, I'm an open book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're gonna we'll go to the fantasy football questions here, uh, and this is a little bit of a recency uh, question, but I think it's happened at least on the last three episodes. Maybe even four, but Reagan has called you out <laughs> for, for I, not being more active on the chat. What do you have to say I, to Reagan just publicly okay, I about must this? Ad, I must admit. Oh, he hasn't uh, been listening. I have not listened to the last <laughs> two podcasts, I don't think. Oh, he's he's but, been uh, calling you out. So Yeah, I'm a, I'm a busy man, as most of you know. I know a lot of you guys get frustrated with me not responding to um, trade offers and stuff in the middle of the day, but... Uh, Work comes first and foremost for me from the hours of six o'clock till whenever I get done. Sometimes that's very late. Um, but yeah, I got a little bit frustrated with my phone constantly pinging and it always being somebody commenting, especially Saturdays. Saturdays is my day to relax a little bit. And when you have a constant ping, 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 and it's all sleeper chat, I got a little frustrated with that. So I turned off the chat. I get notified when somebody tags me, but that's about it. And I do still check occasionally, but it's not um, as often as a lot of people. <laughs> um, no, Eric, I, I sense a, <laughs> I sense a problem here. Oh yeah, yeah. One of the rules, like joining the league, was you have to be active in the chat, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, should we have punishments for this, maybe? You're the commish, bro. Uh, I feel. I feel like you know, I'll give I'm you not, a fifth round pick. And, and the I'm, other, not, I'm not stepping in between. The, the other, <laughs> the other problem I have is, he said Saturdays are his days off, like to relax, dude. Saturdays are my days to trade. Like, I, I finally have time to trade. Like that's when I do all my thinking, my brainstorming, my three way trades of some sort with I accept three trades at the same time. I've, I've got he's an over idea. here sleeping. I do have one idea. I'll throw this out there. Ready? Yeah. Maybe you should relax by looking at your chat. Uh-huh. That might be an idea. No, no, no. I don't think you can relax. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it calming to like be throwing shade at your brother-in-law? It's like just calms the nerves. It's actually a good time throwing shade at at Shane a lot in the chat without tagging him because I know he's not going to look at there it. There you go. <laughs> All right, Reagan. Uh, let's move on. Second question: uh, Fantasy football relevant? Okay. So I ask this to every. Every, I feel like I deserve some. I feel like I'm the originator. You, of this you are, question, you are the originator. So. What is, what is your 
strength. Just like give me a shout out or something. No, I'm not giving you no shout out. <laughs> what is your strength? What would you say your strength is in fantasy football? Um, probably. This is my first year with Dynasty, so uh, it's been a little bit of a a learning experience for me. But I look at um, how I operate across normal redraft uh, leagues and stuff, and I typically try to find talent later on in the draft, guys that are going to break out that I can get um, at a value. Um, So those sleeper picks. Um, and so I try to do it. Yeah. Try to, you know, get your draft, your studs when you're supposed to things like that and whatever, but find those guys that are, that are supposed to be breaking out, um, guys that got traded or whatever and, um, targets opened up for this guy or things like that. Um, I always try to look at and try, you know, try to find those guys that you can draft in the 10th, 12th, you know, 15th round that end up, you know, having, you know, uh, maybe third, fourth round value. Um, so I would say that's probably one of my strengths. And there again, this is dynasty startup. I'd say it's a little bit different and things didn't really, the draft didn't really go as I had, as I had really planned. It was kind of one of those things on the fly and stuff. I didn't really plan on, you know, not really tanking, but, you know, planning for the future, but it's just kind of the way things went with, uh, trade offers and stuff like that during the draft. It was just looking like, well, I'm probably not going to compete this year, and so we'll try to, you know, look towards the future and build that way. If if you're a guy that likes to uh, look for the diamond in the rough, I feel like you have a a, a lot of chances in the next two years, mm-hmm. as you have four firsts this year and eight overall picks this year, um, and then four firsts next year and eight and eight overall picks the next. So you have 16 picks in the next two years. Um, mm. Team's gonna look a little different. <laughs> you you either better start packaging players, um, or or something because there ain't <laughs> no way. Them. <laughs> or dropping them. Don't worry, I'll be picking up your starters. Oh, you probably will be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so I feel like I have to ask this because of the first question I ask and and what all we got into. But uh, we usually ask, uh, "What's your favorite part of chaos?" And usually the answer is the chat. The chat. Doesn't seem like that would be the answer <laughs> for you. So what is... We're wrecking you. <laughs> Bring it on. What is your favorite part I thrive of, under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite part of chaos, if it's not the chat? Um, Favorite part? It, it might be the chat. He might just not. Yeah, I mean, I it is. The camaraderie is is great. Um, like I said, I'm in, I'm in four different leagues. Um, and I've been in, there's two leagues, one league. This is my first year, two other leagues. It's been, I've been in for a while. Um, and I've been in multiple other leagues that I've dropped out that I fell out of, or they, the leagues fell apart or things like that. But I've never been a part of, um, a league that is this active, whether it be on the trade block or on the chat um and even though i'm not as active as a lot of you may like um it is a lot of fun just to see the guys going at each other and we can um you know rib each other and all in good fun and stuff like that and it's also um i like this because um 
I've been able to, I, well, I haven't met a lot of new people yet, but at least face to face, but, uh, I'm sure that day will come where we'll meet and, uh, get to put names to faces and stuff like that. And so it's always interesting to see, um, how other people play fantasy. Um, like I said, most of my other redraft leagues, I played with the same group of guys for a long time and stuff. And so you kind of know what to expect from certain people. And this being an entirely different group of guys other than Matt and Reagan. Um, yeah, it's just interesting to see how other people play. So, Sweet. We need to, we, we need to wrap this up, but I'm, I got two questions quick. All right. um, just real quick. Um, I know this is a question I like to ask a lot of the managers as well. Um, and I know... Okay, I'll just ask you how many champ how many championships have you won? I know me and you have uh, uh, destroyed Matt's league like for five straight years. Yeah, it was either me or you. Yeah, uh, we I think I think we won like five straight years. Um, I think you won you two and me, I won yeah, three. Something yeah, something like that. But uh, shots fired at Eric and <laughs> Matt. Um, anyway, anyways, uh, just curious how many how many championships have you? Oh man. Um... Because he he is the one that uh, got me into fantasy football. So, or actually, he, he yeah, he, he yeah, helped me, helped me. Ten, ten plus years ago, I think Reagan got into the first was got into fantasy football, and I he said something about it. And I was like, yeah, I'll help you out, and uh, he went and did draft and stuff. And I remember he's like, comes back and says, hey, I got this, 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 and I was like, oh, you did pretty good. And uh, then the next year, a spot opened up in that league, and I've been in that one ever since. But that's the AFL. Um, Crap! What was the question? <laughs> how many? How many championships? Oh, championships! Yes. Um, I couldn't tell you the exact number of championships because I've actually been playing since I was fourteen or fifteen uh, years old. Um, I'm thirty-one now. For any of you people that don't know that, but uh, last year I was in three leagues and I won two of those. Um, the year before, I won one of my leagues. I, I would say since I've started, I've had probably over over a dozen championships pretty easily. Okay. It's kind of, yeah. Um, then my last question is, um, I, and, I, and I know the answer, uh, what is your favorite all-time player? I mean, it's Jordy Nelson, right? <laughs> All-time player, yeah, I mean, it probably has to be. There was, um, like I said, this first time ever doing Dynasty, but for redraft leagues, Jordy Nelson for Matt and Reagan would know this, and probably Eric maybe even too, but um, it didn't matter where I was at in the draft. Um, I made it a point to get Jordy Nelson, and I usually did. Um, Many a times he would be – at the the opposite end of where I needed to be, where he was projected to go. Um, say I was at the back end of the draft and he was going either late second, early third, something like that, and I would have to draft him um, with my second pick. But uh, it usually always paid off. Um, Jordy Nelson was a good old farm boy and uh, was I always felt was kind of underrated, but uh, he would always perform. I could, you could always count on him for like 1,500 yards and double-digit touchdowns. Um, and 
usually rated as a top 10 wide receiver and would usually finish as a top five pretty easily. So I felt there was always very good value. With, I mean, I, I had no problem taking him as my wide receiver one. It just depended on how I played, how I drafted, whether I went him one or two. Or But, um, yeah, probably he was one guy when he, in his prime. He was one guy that I had to have on my team at all times. So, yeah, probably my all-time favorite player. That's awesome. That's Sweet. Figure. All right. That uh, that wraps us up, wraps us up uh, for for this episode. Uh, we have got um, about two games that really matter this this uh, this week coming up. So good luck to the guys who still are making a run for a playoff. Uh, thanks again, uh, just for a good a good season so far, and uh, keep it up. Um, we've got some cool stuff coming up. Uh, for the podcast in the next couple weeks. So uh, keep a listen for that. And otherwise, thanks, Shane, for joining us. Absolutely. And we will see you guys later. Deuces. <laughs> Good. Yeah. What was that? Deuces. <laughs> All right. See you guys. See you. <laughs>